Welcome to Souls Out, Roots and the Vine on Method Radio, exploring the world of neo-soul and beyond. I'm April Olatunji, joined by my fellow neo-soul geek, Mr. Steve Southern. Hi, Steve. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Happy New Year. Happy New We're Year. Here once again on a new night, Wednesday, 2021. You have Roots and the Vine. <laughs> Coming up tonight, we've got another jam-packed show more amazing guests tonight yes. we're joined by mc and production duo sorg and napoleon maddox from france yes we've gone global on this one right real veterans of the mm-hmm. music scene um, i mean napoleon has been around since the 90s mm-hmm. so i'm sure we'll have a great conversation with them about hip-hop and soul throughout Europe and the US, as well as touching on their vast experience in the industry. Yes, absolutely. And that was Roy Ayer's Searching. And what an absolute tune it is. I mean, it's the type of music that you listen to when you're like, 
I don't know, you could be doing anything. You could be driving, you could be cooking, you could just be chilling. I'm just in a vibraphone trance. <laughs> yeah, man. He is the like literal king of the vibes as a man mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. is a maestro of the vibraphone. Yeah, he's made the instrument famous. You know, when I think by Yeah, he's like, just yeah. synonymous <laughs> with that instrument, isn't he? In the way like few other artists are with an instrument. Yeah. Like Hendrix to guitar. Mm. Roger Troutman to the talk box. <laughs> Roy is is to the vibraphone. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, in terms of a, a real root. He definitely is. He's been somebody that I think we've wanted to play on yeah, numerous occasions. We, we would have had to play at some point because, yeah, even like Questlove himself has claimed he is to be the godfather of Neo Soul yeah. in those terms. Yeah, wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. If Quest loves it, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the, the genre sort of being so heavily kind of, you always refer to just the vibe. It's always about the vibe, mm-hmm. the chill vibe. Mm-hmm. I think Roy yeah, is but... just invented that vibe just created that vibe mm-hmm. he did it so well he was also yeah. quite he was also quite funky as well when you think of what like jazz and soul was before yeah. the 70s true a lot more kind of punchy or rigid or like rhythm and blues based mm-hmm. uh, then when Royers came on the scene with these like really soulful smooth soundscapes that is the soul that I hear in neo soul rather than Say in Motown, for example. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just changed the pace of the genre yeah. completely. Just really, mellowed it out. He really sounded like he was ahead of his time, like so many others. It's kind of timeless music. Yeah, yeah. So talking about like uh, the route, I was thinking, okay, how can I? Where do I want to go with connecting this route? So I started looking people who've covered his music and people who've sampled his music. Oh, sampled. Um, Completely. He's got to be and one of the most sampled artists here, in history. Here are the stats for you. Okay. Oh, yep. Love a stat. Here we me. go. So his songs have been sampled 715 times. Jeez. 715 times. They've been covered 76 times. Wow. And remixed 32 times. And we're not talking like unheard tracks. These are some of the foundational, fundamental hip-hop tracks. We're talking like Bonita Applebone, Tribe Called Quest. Oh, yeah. We're talking Early Soul, Mary J. Blige, My Life. Yep, yep. Um, Far Side, Pete Rock. Mosdeth. Um, yeah. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> just, I think if you just take a handful of Royer's albums out of the equation of music, mm. I don't know what hip-hop looks like Mm-hmm. And I don't know what soul looks like today yeah. without Tribe Called Quest or without the nice soul revival. Yeah. I mean, even down to the fact that one of Roy's most famous albums, the, the album that so many people have sampled, the Ramp album, mm-hmm. that was actually recorded in Electric Lady Studios in New York. No way, well, they So go. when D'Angelo, Erica Badu, Questlove were all looking for this this base of operations in the 90s, yeah. they must have looked at Electric Lady and what Roy Ears did there as the blueprint for what they wanted to sound like. Yeah. What's really lovely about his musical influence on other people, he's 
still working with people and he's he's featuring with people mm-hmm. um you think of that agabadu clever yeah. track when there's the little vibe solo at the end he's he's worked with the roots eric benet ronnie jordan yeah. guru rick james whitney houston yeah so it, i think that's that's really cool that he is clearly he's, a big he's influencer. 80 years old <laughs> and he's still he's still touring he's still performing yeah legend still, like so revered by all of these eyes so anyway thinking about like where i was wanting to go i thought right well one of the um samples that stood out was jill scott yeah yeah watching me so you know we haven't played jill scott yet and for me she is such yeah, a big icon, player yeah. and so even removing the sample from this track mm-hmm. just the vibe of the track i keep saying the vibe keeps saying the it vibe. but they're just the soundscape of this track is just so it echoes um what we just heard from roy is yeah totally so this is jill scott watching me
So that was a track called Sweat by Napoleon Maddox and Sorg, our guests tonight. They will be joining Ooh. us in the show yes. later on. All the way from France. Can you believe it? Hell it. yeah. Global. That that track to me is another example of just a great fusion of jazz, hip-hop, funk. Yeah, um, very eclectic. I, I definitely hear a lot of DJ format and uh, Jurassic 5 in there, especially uh, the vocals. Uh, which brings us to our next choice, who is one of the, the real pioneers of that jazz and hip-hop fusion. Uh, April, do you want to lead us into this next one? Yes. I would like to talk about Guru. Mm, Jazzmatazz, yeah. Another one gone too soon. I feel like Guru was way ahead of his time. Yeah, absolutely. 
I mean, I couldn't really believe that first Jazzmatazz album's from 1993. Yeah. That does not sound like a 1993 album yeah, at yeah. all. And I kind of feel like what uh, Guru did with his uh, Jazzmatazz series, particularly um, Volume 2, mm-hmm. was it's kind of like uh, Robert Glasper and the Black Radio has echoed what he started. Yeah, yeah, great comparison there. Um, Absolutely. It's kind of like that whole album, Jazzmatazz, Volume 2, it's a fully collaborative album. Yeah. And you've got on all these key vocalists. Bringing, bringing jazz to an audience that probably wouldn't have yeah. heard it at the time either, outside of like samples and some Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like one of the songs, I mean, all the songs are great. When I was thinking about this album, I was actually finding it quite difficult to go with one particular track. And I actually settled on um, a track titled Certified, which features Bilal. And we haven't really spoke too much about Bilal, but he... No, we definitely should, yeah. He's awesome. Bilal is... um, Just one of those featured vocalists. He never really got a shine on his own, but comes through every time. (laughs) He's ridiculous, though. He's ridiculous. Especially on this one. I mean, he, he busts out his best prince at the end here. I've heard Robert Glasper say that Bilal is the go-to vocalist. If he's ever going to work with a vocalist, it's always him. Because yeah. I remember hearing something about um, from Robert Glasper talking about Bilal saying he'll sing in any key. Yeah. You know, he's a super easy vocalist to work with. And I, was, I really took a note from that. I was like, right. Just sing, (laughs) learn to sing in any key. Don't make an issue. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Um, you can do it all. But uh, (laughs) but this but this track certified uh, another spacey J Dilla track. You know, we like we like looking at where the tracks come from and is there any samples and all that type of stuff. And I found that it's a sample of a song called "Sugar Me." Oh, you know, I love a sample by. Klaus Wunderlich. <laughs> oh, the weirder the better. I love it. It's from some obscure German jazz. And record. I'm telling you, go and check it out. And I mean, he's, when you hear the full song, you're like, nah. Just find these snippets. Yeah. But what a great sample. What a great sample. So, yeah. I mean, how do you find that? Yeah. You must be doing some serious crate digging. I love you it. Know. JD's the man. I mean,. It's class. That's a whole topic. We'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that is a that's a deep dive for another, another episode. <laughs> yeah. So this is um, certified guru featuring Balal. Niggas gotta know we've been putting it down. This shit is certified right here. <laughs> no games with this right here. Straight to the dead on like this. <laughs> Each element with raw street intelligence Dig the soul, this is complete elegance Hot beat delegates when I spit each melon sit Like to build ill, like repeat felons get Plus I'm jazzy and like to dress to impress It's the bald head Buddha with the mic caress And I might suggest that you broaden your mind You spend a lot of your time dancing to fraudulent rhymes Like a breath of fresh air, we gonna change the pace Not a mental slave, so save the angry face It's the return of the mellow voice maestro And my flow eliminates the comp like Geico and 
insurance Just for your body's endurance You get more for your money or your party and purists So don't start to get nervous now that we up in the spot We've been certified for years, you're gonna love it a lot This right here has been Third edition, <laughs> gifted unlimited rhymes, universal, no rehearsal, certified with virtue, respect the circle. One who cares You're the only one who 
could try You know they say the word ain't fair Guess that's just a part of life I know a little bit about pain And I know that it don't stay Overthanksgiving Gets hard when it is Just you that gives You just can't win Love should not be embarrassed You give and don't give back What good is talking without action? You say these things just happen You know who told you that? Who said that love could be so excited? That little beauty was by Joe Hertz featuring Colleen Taylor called One Sided. I love this dude's voice, Colleen Taylor. One of your favourites, right, Steve? <laughs> Just a bit, yeah. <laughs> Obsessed with that song, in a word. <laughs> it was my most played, according to Spotify, oh. last year in 2020, my most played song. Well, that's that's something to be proud of. I mean, it's good taste. No, I, I say it was my most played. That doesn't mean it was most played on my Spotify. <laughs> and why is that? <laughs> but the Spotify wrapped is like the biggest treat of my festive period, I think. <laughs> I, I look forward to it every single year. Uh-huh. But every time my top songs come up, I share an account with my dad. Oh, right. <laughs> my dad, bless him, he only plays like, he's got two playlists. He doesn't like search for stuff, he just plays the playlists over and over again. <laughs> so it's the same like tunes every year that take the top spot. Yeah. So I listen to like so many different songs, but don't necessarily listen to them yeah. over and over again on repeat. Yeah. So he he beats me every single year. It's so frustrating. I mean, my dad's musical taste is good. Like there's, there's some classic soul in there yeah 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 well, fair enough <laughs> to I deep mean... dive into my top 10 let's stay together Al Green is number mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Luther Never Too Much is always going to factor in there mm-hmm. some Philly Soul stuff OJ's so Corporation classics. Rock the Boat yeah. yeah and then yeah bringing it in at number nine is mm-hmm. Joe Hurts my, my number one overall number nine, nine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Billy my... Paul's been dethroned. He's often number one. Me and Mrs. Jones. <laughs> I think that was oh, number that's one a for nice about. Song. That was number one for about five years running that one. But he, he slipped out of the top ten this year. Nice. Don't know what's happened. Wow. Did you have? A, did you see the part where it tells you how many artists you've discovered? Yeah, I, I love the stats. Yeah. How many artists did you discover? 
Um, oh, I can't remember how remember? many I discovered, but I had 505 genres. Oh, wow. That and apparently 144 impressive. new genres. So I don't wow. know what, what they edge. are. <laughs> I don't know how many genres <laughs> there are if I've listened to 505. Yeah. Or what these amazing new genres are. Yeah. But, uh, my top one was Indie Soul. Indie Soul. I like, I like yeah. a bit of Indie Soul. I, I think yeah. that's kind of a, an interesting bracket that a lot of contemporary R&B is being put into like mm-hmm. the cooler R&B so who would you who, who would you who would be the faces of Indie Soul oh you like, imagine a lot of the UK artists would be in Indie a lot Soul. of the London based artists that we've discussed like mm-hmm. your Jordan Rakai's your Poppy your Judas mm-hmm, your Blue mm-hmm. Lab Beats mm-hmm. um, yeah I, I guess that's kind of the modern day equivalent of what Neo Soul was in the 90s yeah. so that's that an interesting little term Spotify have given it like Daniel yeah. Caesar, Anderson Pack, I guess. Well, um, you yeah. are you are the genre <laughs> discoverer. Well, so my number four, I love that. My number four was Quiet Storm, which is like eighties ballads, eighties R and B ballads. Oh dear, oh dear. And uh, <laughs> hip hop was number five. So, mm-hmm. well, my number one was a song called "Smother Me" by Olivia Nelson. Ooh. I just. I love that song so much and I'm not even surprised that that's number one. Mm -hmm. I was going through like the usual suspects, Sasha Keebles on Constant, Mm, we played Jazz Karras, Tom Mish, Mary Delstrom, Sophie Faith, Eliza, her songs, Otis Jr., yeah, I've got a lot of those guys, yeah, Matilda Homer, Dornick. Yes, one that stood out for me and I wanted to play these guys for for a good while and I've been holding tight for new music from these guys as well yes. for ages well I say for ages about a year is a, a track called Poke Bowl by um, Radiant Children and interesting title it is do you know, yes. the, do you know the origins of that one no I don't I don't fully no. <laughs> get I don't fully get the or, origins of, of the, the titles it's an amazing track yeah Just well such a smooth song Radiant Children are a trio um, consisting of a guy called Tyler Accord, Marco Bernardis, and the female vocalist Fabienne Holloway. And I just I love her style names. so much. Amazing names, I know. And they um, two two of them are British. Get in awesome. there. Yeah. Two of them are British. Um, we have just so much great soul coming out. We have. We've got some really YouTube. good, really good stuff. And like mm. their their latest album is class. Really, really good. Yeah, new I wave, enjoyed this one. New wave of neo soul. Mm-hmm. So this track is called Poke Bowl by Radiant Children. And stay tuned as we will be joined by our very special guests, Sorg and Napoleon Maddox, for our interview. Enjoy. It ain't easy being greasy. It ain't easy being sensitive. Not who I said I is, not what it looks like Ain't easy being so psycho You already know About to throw ice at the wall Just to watch it break I could get into a ball With myself and maybe you too I act like I don't need you But I lie, I lie, I lie I'm a liar And an ugly crier Spitting out my pacifier I'm 
Welcome to our two awesome guests. We've gone global on the show this month as we are joined directly from France by MC and production duo Sog and Napoleon Maddox. Yeah, originally from Cincinnati and now based in France, MC performer and producer Napoleon Maddox is also the leader of jazz and hip-hop collective Is What. With the group, he's toured throughout the US and Europe before hooking up with fellow member and electronic producer extraordinaire Sorg for their 2018 album Checking Us and their latest EP We The People. Right on. Thanks for joining us on Roots in the Vine, Welcome guys. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Nice to have you with us. Yeah, this is fun. Thank you. We've been both absolutely jamming to your recent EP, We The People. Cool. So for the listeners out there, how would you describe your sound? Ha, huh. just first I would say it's, it's hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do kind of electronic and modern hip hop. Yeah, yeah. I, on my side, I use a lot of samples from from a lot of kind of music, jazz and yeah. and soul and and old music. That's awesome. Yeah, nice. I do love the way you do mix that like classic, like the almost like '90s boom bap hip hop stuff with yeah. like sort of 2000s electro and stuff. It's like yeah. two of my like sweet spots right together. Yeah, there's a kind of mix between yeah boom bap, old school hip hop and using modern samples and modern yeah, synthesizer yeah. and so that's from my side but then napoleon can say another thing because he's he's from the jazz and mm-hmm. and he has his own style too so yeah we do we do electronic hip-hop and kind of modern hip-hop mm-hmm. you guys go you go way back right you've been i guess is what have been performing together since the late 90s is that right yeah exactly yeah that's amazing and so you were involved in that too in sort of a the beat making capacity actually sorg he's been he's collaborated with is what and that's kind of where 
Our, the first time that we met in, in person was on stage when Is What came to Besançon when we were on tour before I was living here. <laughs> but um, Is What had already been existing for, um, wow, like more than 15 years when, when, when I met Sorg. And that's this amazing like live mix of hip hop, jazz, funk. It's more of a live show experience, isn't it? Yeah, and but our, our first our first uh, way of working together was really based on Sorg's solo work. Yeah, and him inviting me as an MC to be featured on his um, on his EP. He had an EP called Sixteen Diamonds. Were you sort of already producing like hip hop beats then, or was it still more in the like electronic realm? And Napoleon, you jumped on the electronic stuff. Oh, uh, what I mean, what what we did on stage was like because I had already done the guest spot on his, his EP, we mm -hmm. had some material and it was used as like an encore right. for the Is What set. Ah, so cool. Is What played the whole concert, which, you know, yeah. drums, bass, saxophone and voice, really raw, yeah, yeah. you know, as meets hip hop. Mm -hmm. And and so we're really accustomed to improvising and that's a main, a big feature of our show. We have compositions, but we're improvising a lot and each show is different. So. When Sorg was invited on stage, when I invited him to come up, I knew that the cats that I played with would just adapt to the core of his instrumental, of his composition, and it worked magically. Mm -hmm. um, so that's wicked. So I was, I was, I was coming to to his composition. I, I, I came yeah. to the electro thing, and I already had some experience with working with DJ Spooky and mm -hmm. Ming and FS and other some drum and bass cats. Oh, wicked! Oh, cool. I'm always amazed when like live instruments like fill out an electronic production. I always find mm. that like so cool. Yeah. And you've relocated to France full time now, right? It was it was full time with with uh, work going back and forth. Like I would go back to the states and do stuff there, uh, like mm. on on different special events or festivals or contracts. Mm -hmm. But now it's full time, full time with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I guess before all that went down, what what inspired the the move full time was it like an audience reaction thing? Did you find audiences were like responding to your music in Europe in a more positive way to America? Or well, well for me, I've I've been um, coming back and forth between the U.S. and Europe, mm -hmm. and spending a lot of time on tour on the road, and I've seen mm -hmm. as far east as like uh, Croatia and Serbia, nice. and then. You know, south to I've even been to Morocco and so we've been all UK. I've played. Yeah, yeah. Did you come to Newcastle then? Yeah, I came. I played uh, twice in Newcastle. Once at the stage at the the, uh, the, the stage, the yeah. armadillo looking thing. Yeah, exactly. Once at the stage and another time in Newcastle because Sage is at Gateshead, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. correct. <laughs> no stuff. It's like a big silo thing. What's the name of that? Um, the There's a few odd little venues and stuff. It could be the Clooney. The Clooney. Yep. Yep. So I played there with Is What and I played at the Sage with another project with Debbie Harry and Roy Nathanson oh. and this whole other project. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I had been going back and forth for years mm -hmm. and um, just speaking to the idea of the response being great. Yeah. I mean, we, I, mm -hmm. we had grown an audience over time, you know, uh, in, in Europe, the, strong, the strongest was in France. Yeah. But uh, staying active still in Cincinnati. Awesome. But what made it interesting to come here was my collaboration with Sorg. Yeah. And the, the venue here called La Rodia offered an uh, artistic residency. 
Mm. It's interesting how, with it being such a lyrical genre, mm. how non, I guess, native speaking countries react to hip hop always fascinates us the fact that they can gravitate to oh, yeah. the, the words when they don't necessarily speak the language. Yeah. I've asked uh, Leo Sorg about that, like, at different conversations, just trying to understand, like, knowing that people don't follow the details of my lyrics, yeah. but trying to understand, like, why it matters that my lyrics matter to me. Yeah. Because they, people, it transmits something. Yeah. yeah, it feeds off the energy, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's always like, in France, most of the people don't understand the rap lyrics of US rap or UK rap, but they, they catch the energy, the flow, and mm. when the MC is on stage, you, you can, even if you don't have all the meaning, because it's hard sometimes to, yeah. to have for French people have the real meaning of the text, so, but you can have the, the energy. Mm. That's great. Yeah. You should play a tune? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to give the listeners a little taste of your latest release. Oh, cool. We're going to play a song called Desperation. We'll be talking more about it and playing some of your guys' favorite Neo Soul after this. So check it out. Baby, don't turn your back. Cause I gotta earn your back. You're really my best half. Without you, I'm less than half. Baby, don't turn your back. Cause I gotta earn your back. You're really my best half. Necessity crucial to the recipe And if I let you be out of the mix Then something is missing See, try to replace you And that's a mistake too Like, what would the rain do? When nothing to fall to Fall forever the same way That I fall for you So I fall for you Hoping you catch me Put me in your recipe Like out of your mix, yo Something is missing See, like leaves from your tea Grounds out of your coffee Feathers out of your pillow Where you could rest softly Like, without mercy What could grace be? And without you. I'm like a forest without one tree. I'm like a hive without one bee. I'm like a boat that's lost at sea without a spot to dock or a port of entry. Cause without you, yo, I'm not me. Line. Come and shock me back from this flat line. You can heal me from this solitude. I'm a solid dude, full of gratitude. You will grant me to sleep on life brand new. Cause all I'm wanting and I'm needing to live is you. You gonna leave me stretched out like this? You can leave me feeling right like this. You can sleep at night, my miss. At least you know you let me die like this. Trying to survive this life without your kiss.
than have. That was Sorg and Napoleon Maddox with Desperation. And the guys are still on the line with us now. With this EP in particular, We The People, did you approach it with any kind of concept? Or were there any particular lyrical themes you wanted to address? Uh, yeah, so, uh, no, not th- I mean, there wasn't really a, a concept like that. <laughs> Although the title, We The People, feels more concept driven. Yeah. Uh, now, like our identity in terms of the way that we work and the way that we respond to each other is already so cohesive that even if the songs sound really different, they they all kind of stick together. Yeah. And so when I hear a track from Sorg when he proposes something, um, it is almost 100% of the time when I hear it, it's already talking to me. It's telling me a story. Ah. And I just respond whatever whatever the story is, you know? That's cool. Desperation. It felt like something longing and lonely and like, you know, funky, but like almost beautifully sad, you know? Mm -hmm. So that that served the purpose being being far away from the the folks that I I know the most and and, loved ones and everything. So it just kind of let that breathe in that track. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Sorg did knowing that the music was going toward a collaborative project, did you approach the music in a different way, knowing that lyrics were going to be written to it? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 clearly, because in that EP on We The People, I could say it's a bit less electronic that, that we used to do <laughs> with the previous album, Taking Us, or, mm-hmm. or the, fir- the first EP is maybe more electronics too. So yeah. it's also, I, I wanted to do something more uh, classic hip hop, Ah, so cool. maybe it's the reason why there is less electronic burn. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, I think it, I think it's a really nice line. I mean, there's still really prevalent electronic elements like that. Yeah. That electro synth line on Danger is like on the verse is so so awesome. I love that. Cool. Yeah. No, you can definitely hear both of your personal sounds. Um, there is kind of a really nice balance between the two. It's really fresh. Um, so we're going to move on to talking about who some of your influences are, the people that have inspired you and kind of driven you to write the music that you do today. So should we start with you, Napoleon? Yeah, so I, I have a lot of influences, um, but I think the ones that that come out the most in this, in, in my work with Sorg, besides MCs, like the MC world, I mean, you, I could I could talk about flows and lyricism and the, the, mm-hmm. the ways that people approach MCing, but I mm-hmm. think the the thing that shows up the most in my work with Sorg has more to do with people like probably like Marvin Gaye or Stevie Wonder. Uh, I don't suppose, I don't assume that I could that I could compare my voice with them, not at all. But mm-hmm. there's something about the way that they um, that they they hear vocal arrangements. Yeah, there are yeah. Tracks of Marvin Gaye where. You, if you listen closely, you start to realize how the whole song is centered around this chord progression that he's actually built with his vocals. Yeah, when you hear some of those like studio acapella tracks from yeah. like the Motown stuff, you don't yeah. need any music sometimes. Like yeah. you hear a Marvin Gaye acapella, it's just like yeah. everything's there. Like it's almost percussive as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what about what about you, Zog? Then who would be your um, your major influences? Um, regarding the music I'm doing in that project, I would say the first producer I was listening to, like RGD2. Yes, 
I was gonna totally bring up RGD2, yeah. Yeah, no, it was. I was a big fan when I was young of RGD2, so I discovered the the beat making with that mm-hmm. kind of guy with Wax Taylor in France. Yeah, um, those were some of the first like beat makers I sort of gravitated towards as coming from someone who was interested in dance music like Prefuse '73 and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah Prefuse Digital, of course. Uh, so I guess yeah, my music is coming from my the kind I'm I'm doing beat making and production. Mm-hmm. But then I would say the way the way we are doing this project with Napoleon, it's it's more influenced by than like Gangsta, mm, the yeah, duet nice. of Guru and DJ Premier. Yes, because Guru again, bringing it full circle. Played him early on in the show, mm-hmm. yeah. Napoleon is not singing on my production and I'm not doing production for him. We mm. we do a, a duet, so we have a yes. duet. Yeah. We are really like, uh, there is no him or I in, in, in front of the people. We mm-hmm. are like a real duet, like Gangsta, so I would say, yeah. Yeah, I've always been drawn to that dynamic of the the producer and the MC working together to create that collaborative sound. Mm-hmm. So, talking of inspiration, we've asked uh, you guys to pick some choice neo soul cuts because this show is called Roots in the Vine, and we focus on neo soul and the journey of where it's kind of started, where it's going. So, we ask you to choose uh, one of your favorite neo soul artists and songs. And Napoleon, you went with. Donnie, Cloud9. Yeah. I was say, it's funny because it's not like a super well-known song, I yeah. don't think, but this track has been rattling around my playlists for years. Oh, yeah. This one track, yeah. yeah. And I, I can't even remember how I first heard it. Uh-huh. Do you ever have those songs that you've been playing for yeah. years and you can't remember how you discovered them? Yeah. So I was uh, back in Cincinnati between, before I was as busy touring when I when I was in Cincinnati more <laughs> and I would just have occasional tours. I was I did a radio show for seven years. And so I was breaking a lot of music in that in, in that in on on the community radio station where I was playing. And this was one of the tracks of, of many that like wasn't on commercial radio in the States. Mm-hmm. And and that was I just loved the sound and it was like it's very Stevie, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's got that 70s vibe, yeah. The the analog synths and stuff. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, And you know, there were there were a few other art like Calvin Calvin Richardson came out out around too, and Anthony Hamilton. And we mentioned a few months back that golden period of early 2000s, like when there was there seemed to be like a commercial renaissance of soul and neo soul and like adult soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Okay, well this is Donnie with Cloud9. We live from the head down and not the feet up. And I'm a dome with a frown that's making this up. And I'm fine, fine under Cloud9. Yes, I wear the lamb's wool, the feet are burnt brass. And the water defies gravity like the nature of a gas And I'm fine, fine Under cloud nine Twist my cloud and it rains And when it rains, oh, it pours Yeah, yeah, yeah And the energy will 
been happy, I'm black and I'm proud That I have been chosen to wear the conscious cloud And I'm fine, kind of It's so much stronger when it's in its natural state And I'm fine, fine been wicked talking to you guys tonight thanks for your time uh, i guess we could close up with just some of your thoughts on the industry right now really Ooh. be it the hip-hop scene soul scene electronic scene outside of pandemic related issues <laughs> <laughs> um let's let's go let's go back a year before march hit us um did you think the like the industry's in a healthy place or are there things that you'd like to see change as a result of the pandemic or over time? That's, that's a good question. It depends which level of the industry you are talking about. Yeah, good point. Clearly, Let's say sort of on a commercial commercial level. On the commercial level, I'm not in because I'm not following it, but mm. in France, but particularly in France, because the hip hop really changed and and in France, it became really, really commercial. It's yeah. really famous now, the kids yeah. and teenagers are all listening to hip hop. Well, it seems to be the same everywhere in the world now, isn't it? Yeah, and it became a kind of really the same the same kind of hip hop for each new yeah. artist. They 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 have like a career of two three years and they change and it's, it's yeah. Is what's so sort of big in France similar to what's big in like the US and stuff? Is it yeah. like Drake and stuff like that? It is, but there's inter. It's what's happening. I think is really interesting in terms of like, of course, you have artists that are really 
really famous or really commercial and mm-hmm. you know in the states if you go you know to any big city you're going to hear the same artist on all of the radio stations mm-hmm. but but in hip hop in the in definitely i could say definitely in the states there are these layers of mm-hmm. people like you're not going to just get rid of a person for example a person like Buster Rhymes yeah or people like Pete Rock or even yeah. Chuck D and KRS-One and of course Jay-Z and all of these people and they're influencing yeah. they still have a, a serious influence on the on the entire game and then and then you have people that are not really so much known outside of their cities but they're doing really interesting work and that's across the country Yeah. And so when you think of that the fact that there are still artists like J Cole and Kendrick Lamar and Lupe Fiasco and mm-hmm. and and several of these artists also have their own collectives that they've started. Um yeah. And so that so it creates a uh um uh little micro genres within the genre. Yeah, or even even if even if it's all just hip hop, it just creates yeah. really biodiverse this diverse mix of stuff that you if you if you're digging if you go on youtube yeah. or if you go on spotify and you know what to look for or even soundcloud or, or bandcamp you can find some really interesting things so mm-hmm. in that way i think i think we're in a interesting time yeah yeah that that's interesting the way you sort of mentioned the communities revolving around an artist like say you in the to pimp a butterfly yeah. mm-hmm. that's going to take you to like Robert Glasper right. and Terrence Martin yeah. all that sort of stuff yeah but then on the other hand um i hope that there's something around the corner that helps the people that appreciate music that that mm-hmm. helps mm-hmm. us who are consuming to music to understand that we have to do more than just consume through platforms like spotify like you we still have to like really support artists because mm-hmm. the fact that it's so accessible is not necessarily a benefit to every artist yeah yeah totally agree you want to tell us what's next for you guys um musically are you working on any, any new projects uh yeah actually we are we have new tracks we are doing new tracks producing new tracks and i guess preparing the second album love it so we yeah we have some some music arriving great stuff yeah cool so where can people access your music and how can the people support you guys as artists in a um kind of better than just consuming via spotify yeah or, or i would say on bandcamp on bandcamp yeah they can find us on bandcamp and we have some merch like cd vinyls t-shirts nice they can buy the digital music Um, mm-hmm. every music is on Bandcamp, yeah. Bandcamp. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, thanks again for joining us, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's been a pleasure. Great. We'll leave with your last musical pick. And for this one, we asked if there were any current artists that excited you. And you've gone for Tank and the Bangers. Uh, for me, this is another example of just a collective mix in so many styles. Like mm-hmm. jazz, funk, yeah. like raw hip hop, modern hip hop as well. Like the flows are quite modern. They got some trap kind of vibes in there too, mm-hmm. don't they? Yeah. How did you? Where did you find these guys? I, I was hosting a festival. Or I host a festival in Cincinnati that I that I organized and, mm-hmm. and created in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And and the last edition that we were able to have, we we invited Tank and the Bangers. No way. And so they played nice. the same venue that that we played with with one of our larger projects. They played the previous night, and then and then we played the next night. So that was a lot of fun, and it was the first time that that we got got to actually meet them and and 
and mm-hmm. they were super cool, super nice people. Yeah. And um, the show was incredible. Mm. I'd love to see that. That would yeah. be good. The lead vocalist, I just love her persona. She's mm-hmm. so um, she's so soulful, yeah. and yeah, she's got a real like comical, playful side yeah. to yeah. her lyrics, her yeah. performance. Um, I have not really seen anybody like her. Yeah, definitely. And on stage, she's really energetic and positive, and yeah. she, she's pretty impressive. Even even on the even on the record, they've got a crazy energy. Like some of the flows are wild, actually. Some yeah, of the... a bit of a force to be reckoned with, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is Tank and the Bangers with Fluff. Thanks for the top tunes, guys. Thanks, guys. All right. And all the best. Cool. Thank you. Peace out, guys. Take much. care. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah, good night. Oh, Scheming the pictures, scheming the pictures. Juicy couture, teasing the fellas. Hello, pretty at Coachella. The weather never changes her hair. Fellows, the way she blows. Star dreams, pretty on the scene. Everyone knows her name, but I just say, Pretty in Coachella. Just can't get enough. Love, just can't get enough. Of stuff, just can't get enough. Of stuff, just can't get enough. Balenciaga dressed her arriving uh, Young and excited, okay. slight misguided uh, Lines in the palm but I know she ain't psychic And she on your line cause your flex ain't private uh-huh. VBS glow, get the dancing and shining Mountains of blow, looking over horizons Put the blade to the white like a ninja that slices My god, what a trip, trip. Uh, You got the tuck uh, and a nip uh, You got the clout, clout and a whip But ironically you can't get a grip One time, got the beam more fully equipped One time, you and your girls is making a trip Coachella, the drugs, the fantasy The chasing of the pleasures, you realize I never made it Just better. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. That was Tank and the Bangers Fluff. Some amazing picks there the guys brought. Sweet. Um, that that Donny track really is like a long lost Stevie Wonder song from his golden period. I think it's 
spectacular song. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's one of the one in the archives, isn't it? I totally forgot about Donnie, and I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad Napoleon brought that back to our attention. It's class. But, uh, yes, make sure you go and follow the guys for uh, more music because uh, uh, I'm sure they've got more cooking. Definitely have. Uh, yeah. We will wrap up there with one final track. It's a new year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bit sad that things didn't go back to normal at the stroke of midnight <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Yeah. We're, still, we're still deep in it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we're only a few weeks into January and we've already got some amazing new music. Yes, there has. Sure there's been there's yeah. been tons of amazing new music. And I always look forward to my Friday uh, release radar yeah, on Spotify totally. to see what new stuff's come out. And um yeah, that... literally, I think this was the first Friday of January, this, mm-hmm. this one dropped, the new uh, um, Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, my uh, my good friend, my bestie, Carly McKee, shout out Carly McKee, sent me um, a link the other day. Carly's um, been stealthily sending me some uh, hot musical tips. She does. Yeah. Like, she does all the time. And she sent me the, the Tiny Desk um, performance. And I've, I've the Jasmine Sullivan one. Yeah, I've already the rinsing has already begun. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it like definitely five times, and it's what like about half an hour. <laughs> yeah, talk talk about that is a vocalist. Love it and, and a half. And the thing is, though, I just love her approach to melody. I love her approach to just the way the backing vocals interact with the main melody. It's very difficult to separate them from one another kind of like how D'Angelo does his thing it's like kind of what, what Napoleon was saying earlier on yeah the way Marvin Gaye approached a lot of sort of the multi-tracking that went to his vocals yep yep it's like orchestrals at the kind of symphony of yes <laughs> Sym- symphony of vocals and yeah. the, this this track Girl Like Me mm. is <laughs> this is an auditorium sized symphony of vocals uh, it's Jasmine Sullivan and her Mm-hmm. who god bless her beautiful voice beautiful. absolutely love her but mm-hmm. she just wisely just kind of plays it cool she's too cool plays it cool in the background beautiful yeah. guitar work yeah. beautiful runs and jasmine mm-hmm. just stratospheric Fire. the vocals Fire. just blow your ears out just absolutely yeah. incredible mm-hmm. so yep so to close the show we'll be playing jasmine sullivan featuring her girl like me don't forget to connect with our Sold Out, The Roots and the Vine Facebook page. Um, yeah, it's been lovely seeing some of you guys popping up on the page. It's great. I mean, just people sharing what they're up to musically. Um, David yeah, Bullock, just... shout out David Bullock, posting uh, his his favourite Neo Soul yes. picks. Yeah, Slow, slowly building up a nice little community. Yeah, so give us a like and a follow and interact with us. So we hope you've enjoyed uh, episode four of Roots in the Vine will be back 17th of February for episode five. See ya. Peace. I made a profile on Tinder. Said you let me to be with her. The thing that means I'm getting desperate. Wish I could return to Tinder, but you don't love me no more. And I don't need. You gon' make me a bodega Maybe I should look like a stripper Wearing fashion over dresses All these dudes be so pressed and impressed with it You leave me with no choice oh, I can't
can't do this good girl shit no Yeah. 